Everything in nature moves in cycles, from the cycling of the earth around the sun, to the life cycle of a plant, an animal, and human being. Everything rotates on nature's wheel. Even civilizations rise and fall. But many ancient peoples spoke of even greater cycles than these. They recorded how entire epochs of humanity go through periods of light and darkness and are periodically destroyed by global catastrophes so that they disappear almost without a trace and the cycle begins again. Many ancient sources preserve memories passed down over generations that describe different ages of human civilization. They state that these ages were each brought to an end by global cataclysms, which forced people to start civilization over again. And there is evidence in the archeological record, in artifacts, oral histories, and in ruins of immense antiquity across the world that supports this. Legends of the mayor of Central America state that there have been three previous world ages. And similarly, the Aztecs say there have been four, which they call suns, each having been destroyed by a catastrophe. According to their traditions, which were inherited from even earlier civilizations, the last age was destroyed by a great flood, and we are now living in the age of the fifth and final sun. Like the Maya, the oral histories of the Hopi people of North America record a series of three world ages that were each destroyed by global cataclysms. They state the first world was destroyed by fire, the second by ice, which may correspond to the onset of the period known as the Younger Dryas at around 10,800 BC, when possible comet impacts caused global temperatures to plummet for over a thousand years. The third world is described as having been occupied by a global seafaring civilization in possession of advanced technology that even included flying machines. However, Hopi legends state that this civilization became morally corrupt and was wiped out by a global flood as a result. Remarkably, this description shares many similarities with the account of the lost civilization of Atlantis, as retold by the famous Greek philosopher Plato. His account also states that Atlantis had degenerated and was destroyed by flood as a form of divine retribution giving the date of its destruction as 9,600 BC. Similar stories of a global deluge are attested in hundreds of legends around the world and may correspond to the sudden rise in sea levels around 9,600 BC. Many state that only those who had a high enough spiritual level were forewarned and thus survived to later repopulate the following world. Ancient Greek poets also repeated legends of a series of world ages, which they had inherited from the Thracians. These were assigned to metals starting with gold to indicate greater spiritual purity, descending to our current age of iron, which was predicted would experience times of great evil and suffering before being destroyed. The ancient legends of the Norse of Northern Europe also view human ages as cyclical and predict a coming catastrophe called Ragnarok, when humanity will perish by flood and flames, rectifying evil and making way for the start of a golden age when the gods, righteous rulers, and the knowledge of the runes will return to earth. 
The histories preserved in the ancient Vedic and Hindu texts of India also describe cyclical ages of human civilization that span tens to hundreds of thousands of years. Throughout these ages, Earth is periodically cleansed of evil and is spiritually renewed. Not only are these ages cyclical, but within them they state there are periods of light or greater spirituality and of darkness or greater degeneration. These periods of light and darkness are likened to the light and dark halves of the year, as the sun and earth cycle from autumn to spring equinox and back again. Ages of human life are said to begin in a golden age in which people and their rulers are virtuous and dedicated to the practice of the eternal religion and erect temples to it. In ancient Egypt, this golden age was called Zetepi, meaning when the gods manifested as humans at the first time. In one of their most ancient texts, it says that at this time, the first temple, the Temple of the Sun, was built in homage to the divine creative sun. Echoes of this golden age can be found across the world when the ancient religion of the sun was established and practiced throughout it. Hundreds, if not thousands, of similarly designed megalithic sacred sites were built to align to the cosmos, particularly to the sun at the solstices and equinoxes, and a now lost civilization of the sun arose, which spread over the earth, even aligning sites to one another over continents and oceans. The ancient remnants of this once great global religion of the sun that have survived in the most ancient texts in the world, such as the Vedas, the texts of ancient Egypt, and in the oral histories of people such as the Hopi, record a time when many people had a greater sense of the spiritual, were more principled and far less materialistic. Vedic, Egyptian and Sumerian king lists stretch back to its possible beginnings tens of thousands of years ago. However, Egyptian oral traditions state that people began to lose their spiritual senses. An ancient texts record how they departed from spiritual principles. Many ancient sites were decimated, practitioners of the religion of the sun were persecuted, and much of their knowledge was lost. A process that continues even to this day. According to some Vedic timelines, the world entered what they call the Kali Yuga, or the Dark Age around 3000 BC. In this age, it is said that virtue diminishes greatly and that practitioners of true spirituality are driven out into remote places, that gurus are harmed by their own students while pretenders charge money to teach and are lauded, describing it as a time of great difficulty for those with principles and values. The ancient Norse texts describe it as a time of harshness in the world, when whoredom is rife and is, I quote, an axe age, a sword age, shields are riven, a wind age, a wolf age, before the world goes headlong, no man will have mercy on another. Hindu, Norse and Hopi accounts all state in some form that global catastrophes have come and will come again, not as random events, but as the only way to cleanse the earth of evil when humanity degenerates to an extremely destructive level and doesn't wish to correct itself. Each predict that another catastrophe is approaching due to the level of humanity today. A precise date is not usually given. Instead, what are listed are the many signs said to precede it, all of which share remarkable similarities. The prophecy rock of the Hopi predicts the coming of a great catastrophe they call Purification Day, which will destroy what they see as a fourth and current age 
The rock is aligned to the summer solstice sunrise and shows two paths, one leading to complete destruction and the other to sunrise and continued life. It's said that this path can only be followed by those who adhere to the Creator's plan right to the end of humanity when it will be judged and that these people will be met by a saviour who will lead them away from destruction to the next level or world. Like the ancient Egyptians and Hindus, the Hopi saw their creator as the divine sun whom they call Tawa, the great sun spirit. They say that it is because humanity has failed to live by his laws that its time will inevitably come to an end. The prophecy is said to have been given to them by their ancient wisdom bringer, Masor, who shares many similarities with the descriptions of other wisdom bringers, such as Osiris of Egypt, Svarog of the Slavs, Odin of the Norse, and Kukulkan, Quetzalcoatl and Viracocha of Central and South America. Some of these saviors and wisdom bringers are recorded as leading those worthy from the previous world age into our current one, many thousands of years ago, and traveling the world with the religion of the sun to reseed spiritual knowledge amongst the survivors of the last global catastrophe that ended Atlantis. Jesus, who essentially also taught the religion of the sun, likewise predicted the coming end of this age. As in Hindu texts, he predicts that spiritual practitioners will be persecuted, many false prophets will appear and people will turn away from the true religion. Unlike the Hopi, the Norse and the Hindus, that vice will increase greatly. As in Norse texts, he says the sun will darken and the stars will appear to fall from the sky in a devastating global disaster, far worse than those that have come before. My husband Mark has also seen the coming end of this age in out-of-body experiences he's had, and many ancient prophecies about coming catastrophes have likewise been informed by premonitions of the future in dreams and out-of-body experiences. These traditions also state that a great spiritual figure, the spiritual sun, will return at the end. The Hindus predict the return of the god Vishnu, Jesus the return of the son of man, the Norse the return of the summer sun god Balder, and the Hopi the return of Pahana with the sign of the swastika in the sun and the red Templar cross, both symbols of the religion of the sun. For example, Hindu texts predict the birth of Kalki, the final incarnation of the god Vishnu, at the end of the Dark Age of Kali Yuga. It is written, he will ride across the sky on a white horse, slaying the masses of people who have given themselves over to evil in order to re-establish Dharma, or universal truth, on earth. Kalki is described as a destroyer, a term also used in the ancient texts of Egypt and Britain called the Colbran. These texts that preserve stories many thousands, and possibly even tens of thousands of years old, describe how an interplanetary body, they refer to as a destroyer, comes to Earth on a reoccurring cycle, causing mass devastation when it does. Each of these sources retains the knowledge of the cycle of ages, as they were either influenced by or descended from the religion of the sun, which had been the religion of the golden age, and thus whose spiritual knowledge survived in some of the oldest traditions on Earth. They preserve accounts of what happens to people and civilizations when they fail to abide by the underlying principles of the cosmos. Ancient teachings say that earthly life is a school and testing ground, and not a place to be used up and abused for the selfish pursuit of material and sensory pleasure at the cost of the suffering of fellow beings 
and the future generations we share this planet with. While all life moves through cycles and seasons, ancient teachings state that so too does consciousness. Like the Earth's journey through the light and dark halves of the year, is said to rotate through realms of light and darkness through its various lifetimes upon the wheel of life found depicted in the Himalayan region of Tibet. This ancient illustration shows the cyclical nature of existence and the different regions consciousness travels through over its many lives. All of nature's seasons come to an end. Summer doesn't last forever. Ancient prophecies and teachings state that those who fail to use life for its purpose will face cataclysm and judgment after death, cycling down into the dark phase of the wheel of life, while those with a high enough spiritual level will be led away from danger and after death to the next higher world to be reborn once earth has been renewed and is again given over to those who will use it for its purpose in a new golden age. Today, our capacity for destruction has increased to such an enormous degree that we are now capable of destroying much of life on Earth. And yet our capacity to live together in harmony with each other and with our environment has not. Those who survived the last cataclysm and whose warnings have been so carefully preserved over so many thousands of years tell us that humanity has arrived to this point before. Everything in nature has its season. Crops are sown in the earth and are harvested in preparation for the next. Likewise, ancient keepers of wisdom understood that there exist greater seasons and cycles throughout the universe that incorporate all forms of life. And so these cycles repeat, as they have so many times, allowing new generations of life to use the opportunities earth provides as those who haven't make way. Given the great antiquity, seriousness and experience behind them, it seems prudent to heed the warnings of our ancient forebears, to understand our place in the greater cycles of nature, to make use of what opportunities we have, to use life as they say was intended when we were sown here on earth as a seed of spiritual potential, while our time still remains in the sun.